The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. That is something we have not seen from Charles Jordan. I'm a black belt. People seem to forget, but I, it was a good reminder today. Charles Air Jordan! It hats off the map for Vola for cashing in on what he said he was going to do. Let me get a steamroller chant. Unfiltered. I want to start talking in a sexy, sultry voice to really get people going. Matt Sarah returns. Going Matt. to another podcast. I'm sorry. Da, 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 da. I'm back. Sorry. Welcome back. Yeah, we had, um, I know you were probably flying, had a really fun episode on, on Monday with Michael Chiesa. I mean, a really, really good time. I mean. Wait, wait, wait a minute, man. You sound like you really... No, no, no. Had a fun with the uh, the guest, the guest, the guest, the uh, guest teacher here. Yeah, he's a good guy, Mike. He was a great fun to talk to. I mean, really, just a. Did, uh, did, I assume, he, did he did I, he sing? What's that? Did he sing. He hung up afterwards. He called me, and I was just like, "I just want to hear you sing." And he just sang to me for an hour. It was nice. I, I, if I didn't, if I didn't know any better, I would think you're trying to make me jelly. Well, and if you, you want to. You might be, but I was busy hanging out with all your idols. You want to zip off and hang out with legends? Chuck Liddell. Oh, Chuck was there. Nice. Quentin Rampage Jackson. It was like a fucking high school reunion for me over there. I was at For the Love of MMA in Manchester, England. And it's funny because it was half MMA and half wrestling. But professional wrestling. Right. It's kind of like you got some of these. And I don't... Some of them... I recognize like a big show and guys like that. Oh, you mean WWE? Oh, that's right. Cause yeah, you guys yeah. merged. No, uh, that kind of wrestling. Yeah. So they, like one side of the thing was those guys and the other side of the thing was the MN guys, but they were very nice guy. The guy, uh, Santino, he was a very nice guy. And, uh, you know, some of the, some guys are really older with the paint face paint and stuff. Like yeah. this stuff. I, by the way, man, I forgot WWE and, and UFC are part of the same company. 
Oh, that has nothing to do with this, though. This is no, no. I just, I just realized that. Oh, yeah, they are part of it. It is that is exciting, though. But this was cool, Jimmy. It was you know meeting the fans. It was it was set up like a like a comic con type thing, right? Sitting down at your at your table, and the people come over. They want something either signed to get a picture, yeah. And then we did a Q and A. I was set to do to teach one day for like forty five minutes. I ended. They needed somebody for the next day, or they asked. So I didn't have my clothes with me. So I had my jeans, and I said, "Give me somebody. Give me a rash start." I enjoy teaching, Jimmy. So yeah. I taught two days. So I did the other day in jeans and taught some stuff from Mal. Oh, you taught a class. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because that was part of it, too. So I teach, and that's something, you know, some of the, the handler, this, this uh, Mel, the, the, oh, you're really in your element. Damn right. How do you know what, like, when you're going to teach a class like that? All right, now, you could have blue belts and purple belts and white belts. How do you know what to talk about in that class? It's a good question, Jimmy, because going over there, I didn't know. Who I, I'm the type where I could like switch it on the fly because I've been doing it for 30 years. So I went in there like, all right, there might be somebody's first, you know, introduction to anything in jiu-jitsu. But the first day I went in there it was a handful. It wasn't too crazy. There's a lot of people off like on the sidelines watching. Yeah, like under ten, like ten people in the fucking thing, and every single one of them was a bl from blue. Not everybody trained from blue to black belt. So I go, okay, let me change this up. And I did. I went into some of my underhook escapes from bottom when somebody's passing and into a reversal to getting on top to uh, getting an arm lock and then going for that arm lock. If they're defending it, going for a different arm lock. So it was fun. And they, they loved it. I mean, I could pretty much read the crowd. They had a good time. They enjoyed. Yeah, because they know I'm having a good time. I'm having a ball. Was I mean, that the first? Was, now, that first, was that class the one you were supposed to teach or no? That was the one I was going to teach, yeah. Yeah, and it was, and most people were just watching. A lot of people watching, yeah. But a lot of the seminars were like that, from mine to everybody's. Like they weren't as crowded as I thought they would be. They were very. There was like a handful of people, but then there's a ton of people right off to the side watching. It's weird. Yeah, I'm like, hey, you cheap fucks! You don't want to change? What's the matter? Did, Did you see here? the big show? How big is that guy? I've interviewed him, but he's a giant man. I mean, you know what? Uh, he's very big. I didn't get too close because I'm sure I'd be up to his balls, but he's very big. He's a massive uh, guy. Nice. I seen a lot of him in the upstairs with like the green room in this place, and everybody was very nice. But I yeah. really like seeing, you know, the guys. I, I mean, listen, my first fight in the UFC and Chuck Liddell was on that card. That was in 2001. So I know these guys 20 years, you know yeah. what I mean? So it kind of felt like a high school reunion. Yeah. That's what it felt like. And, uh, and then you know, Manchester uh, in Manchester, we, we were we were set up on the um, our hotel, the Hilton here was like behind it, like in, attached to it. Like you open up the balcony, and on the balcony, it's like a it's like a ball field. It's like a cricket court, like a cricket. Oh, field. so it was interesting. So my next my neighbor was um, uh, this kid, this kid Aaron, buddy of uh, I think he's. he's he does stuff for Rampage. He's like getting them these. The, the, he, I think he guy's one of his managers or something. Good kid, like 35, you know. So we were looking for some, for some, you know, for some stuff to, you know, relax us, you know. So we found some Manchester cheese. So it was on the, uh, uh, yeah, they get hooked us up with that Manchester cheese. We were on the balcony doing that because his room was right next to mine. So we were bullshitting, having that Manchester cheese, watching the cricket fucking court. It was fucking, it was a beautiful time, man. That was nice. And then, uh, hey, man, everybody's great. They give you handlers. This person, Mel, this chick Mel was a sweetheart. Helped me out. Uh, 
It was they, they were all great. Andy, the one who ran it together. I'm telling you, I had a very good time. That's good. Oh. Now, you flew over with Matt Thursday morning? Wednesday night. Oh, you did go Wednesday. That's smart. So you Business arrived class, Thursday morning. Jimmy, the only way to fly. What's that? Business class. You got it. Of what airline? Uh, Air Lingus. Sounds like a fucking STD. But really? Oh I've never yeah. flown them. It's an Irish airport. Irish one. Was it nice? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I sleep. Hey, dude. I got a I got a bone to pick with this thing. I uh, by the way, I had to do my my VR. I was having trouble getting into the to the uh, the Wi Fi on my VR. Sure. So I had some time to kill on Friday, right? So it's funny, man. It always it brings me back to that old Louis C.K. but bit that he talked about how he when he travels for as a uh, comedian, he kind of feels like a drifter. <laughs> You know what I mean? And like in a town, he feels like a drifter. He's not talking to anybody. So the first day before I met up with any of the guys, I was by myself, you know? So I went to the, uh, I'm like, yo, where can I go? I'm asking people. So there was like a big, like huge mall complex in Trafford, uh, Manchester. So there's a big mom walking around the mall. So I decided to see a movie, right? So I went to go see John Wick, the new one. Now, listen, it's amazing how I could use my disbelief to watch superhero movies. No problem. But when something's supposed to be in like the real world, like John Wayne, I have problems with the fuck. I walked out. I fucking walked out. You can't watch. By the way, Alan, uh, 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 Charles Jordan is in the uh, way room. You- I want to. Can I tell you? I want to. I'll get Charles on the phone. I'm going to tell him too why I walked out. Okay. I'm yeah. Give scene now. Without giving stuff away, I'm going to say a scene of why I walked out of the new John Wick movie. Yeah. I, I typically. I've never seen any. Have you seen any of them? Yeah, I've seen some of them, but. I don't know. I, I take them or leave them for me. But this, there's a certain point where I said, "Fuck it, I'm out." Um, really? Um, really? Yeah, I'm out. That's what I said to myself. Let's bring Charles on. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Boom, how are you, gentlemen? Hey, buddy, how you doing? Nice to meet you, bro. How's everything? Likely. Likewise, I'm happy to meet you guys. You're the one who, who destroyed George. Oh, no. That's how we started <laughs> yeah. this off. I, yeah, I was just with George in uh, Manchester, England, and we did like mm. a, an a MMA expo over there, and he's quite uh-huh. the gentleman. Me and George, it's so funny because you could be punching each other in the face and Ruining, ruining each other's dreams, and then you become really good friends after time. 
That's Absolutely, funny. we're all fighting for the same thing, and uh, we respect each other. We're we're warriors, you know. So at the end of the day, now your your instructor Fabio Holanda, you still with Fabio? Yes, sir. Yeah, oh, he's right, right there next to me. Fabio, yeah. you're there. You don't Come say here, hello, motherfucker. Fabio, <laughs> it's your friend. You he, know he this wasn't sure man. if he could step in or not. <laughs> he could definitely step in. I want him to step in the reunion. I know that's Fabio for a long, long time. Fabio was the great Patrick Cote. Fabio, man, how are you? Hey, what's up, man? How are you, my friend? I miss you, man. It's been a minute, like Jimmy likes to say. How you been? I've been great, man. I've been great. I'm here, you know, still in the business, so. Fabio. I'm not complaining. I want to ask you when you're there with Charles, because this is very important. You are Charles' jiu-jitsu instructor. You gave Charles his black belt. You made him a Jedi. But he's fighting a Gracie. Is he going to be... I mean, listen, man, he's fighting Crone Gracie. So when it goes to the floor, if it goes to the floor, what's going on, man? Talk to me. He's your black belt. Hey, remember, remember, I rather have Cote beat in Almeida. If you forgot about that. Wait, no, I didn't hear that. Say it again. Remember when Cote beat Almeida as well, right? When Patrick Cote beat Almeida? Almeida? Yeah. Yes, Ricardo Meda. Shit, man. You I forgot did. about this fight. <laughs> I did forget about the fight because the why? They're both friends of mine. I probably wanted to get it out of my mind. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So listen, he doesn't have to just take him down and try to mount him. He could use his jujitsu not to play the jujitsu. That's what you're telling me, Fabio. 100%, Fabio, my friend. Fabio, I got the nugget out of you that I needed. Thank you, brother. <laughs> hey, but don't be surprised with the submission, all right? Oh, shit! <laughs> Listen to me. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited, excited, because everybody's excited for the return of Crone. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, oh, who's he going to fight? Well, this is the gentleman we're going to fight. He's going to fight. <laughs> oh, all right, we're going to get to know you more. Fabio, thank you, bro. Thank you, Matt. And see you around, all right? Definitely, man. I'll be over there, man. I'll be seeing you guys. Oh, beautiful, man. Can't wait. Thank you. You got a clean ear for our buddy yeah. here. Now, do you know? Uh, All right, gentlemen. Do you know why hasn't Crone fought in three and a half years? Do you know? No, I don't. Uh, I saw a couple of things, but like when you go through YouTube, it's mostly him explaining why or why the planet is an eye; it's not flat and stuff like that. So, other than that, I didn't see anything uh, for the reason uh, he was not fighting. But I saw something recently popped up, and he said that he wants to change. Uh, changed the, the way we see martial arts and uh, he said that, that it was never in his mind to retire so he's been training and maybe covid was a thing as well his gym he has his reason but i'm, I'm very glad he's back a great fighter and a phenomenal example of what a warrior is okay yeah so, so it wasn't like uh there was no lingering injury or something it might have just been a decision that he was making when he was going to come yeah. and fight again not to my knowledge yeah <laughs> um, and when you grew up with gsp was i guess you're from montreal right yes i am and uh, I, sp I spent a lot of time um, in, in Canada and in Montreal in particular. Was GSP one of your idols? So basically what happened, we got in touch with UFC when uh, Anthony Pettis did the WEC kick on the cage. It was all over the news. And I remember I was young and I saw that on the little square TV. And I was like, oh, that was cool. Then my father is like, yeah, it's uh, UFC. He was calling it UFC back then. And uh, it's like, yeah, we have George St. Pierre. So I went on YouTube, wrote George St. Pierre. And then... Uh, our family treat was every month because pay-per-views were like every month back uh, back in the day. Yeah. And uh, uh, we would go to this restaurant called La Cage Sport, and then we would uh, drink uh, Coke 
and popcorn and uh, eat the nachos and watch uh, all the guys fighting. That's all. That's how it started for us. That's wild, man. And you, how old were you when you got involved with the, with your first martial art? Uh, I started training at fifteen, and uh, and I started fighting at sixteen years old. And and me and Louis, because uh, my younger brother does it as well. We were uh, only uh, like the federation, like in Quebec, it's still illegal to do uh, MMA uh, that's not professional, amateur MMA. So we had to go on uh, Indian Reserve to, to fight there. And only, only people who are 18 and above could fight there. So we had to sign waivers that we were like, oh, no, it's good that we even though we're 16. So me and my brother were like 15 and 16 fighting these, uh, these big men in, on the Indian Reserve. I became champion of that Indian Reserve, actually, when I was like 17 or something. So, yeah, that was a wild, wild start to uh, this UFC journey. You're like a kid who would sign up and, 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 and to fight in like the Revolutionary War in the 1700s. Those young soldiers would go and just like, you know, they would, a lot of them would lie about their age. So you were fighting grownups when you were a, a teenager. What made yeah. you want to do it? Was it watching UFC that you, where you said, I want to do this professionally? Yeah, it was just cool. Like uh, the first time I saw the like that kick on the cage, I asked my father, "Is it legal? Like you can fight now?" Because I, I grew up with four, uh, three brothers, so four guys, five with my father. So it was very intense environment. And uh, every time we would get into a physical altercation at school, it was always, "No, it, you're 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 bad. It's not okay," etc. etc. But we were just kids with a lot of energy, and we needed to find a way to 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 spend it properly. I think. Uh, a thing that guys says a lot when they receive their black belt is like, oh, jujitsu saved my life or martial arts saved my life. It's something at first, the more you hear it, it sounds a little bit corny, but it, do it does. It, it, it helps you center yourself and put all that, that crazy energy you have inside of you towards something that you like. And even if you're not competing, I know fantastic guys who are at the gym who uh, got involved with martial art and they're not even competing, but they said, man, it's straightened up my life tremendously. So I, I owe a lot to martial art and uh, also to my master, Fabio Holanda. Man, you seem like a mature kid at 27. Look at you. What do you like <laughs> to do? You. You're reading books, you're watching, you're streaming some shows. Tell us what you like to, some of your hobbies you're into besides, you know, training like a savage. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the, of course, the Japanese culture when it comes to anime and manga and the way they talk about their stories, like the samurai, like the, the, the code of honor. That's why I'm a, before, before I knew I was fighting Kron, you know, I'm, I'm still a big fan of the, the individual, the way he carries the martial art behind him. So yeah, everything that surrounds, let's say, stoicism, the absence of emotion and the presence of conscience is something I, I dwell a lot upon because, man, I like I, I have white hair and I'm, uh, I'm only 27, you know? So the, it was a stressful life getting into the UFC at 23. But now I, I learned to go with the flow of everything and uh, whatever happens, happens. And I'm, uh, I, you accept your fate, you accept your destiny. But the only thing you can do is prepare to the best of your ability. And uh, this is what I'm doing for, for this fight saturday and what do you is, is there any uh obviously uh is just another fighter but is is there any type of uh an image of a gracie you have uh because again that legendary family when, when you go up against somebody from that family does it feel different than fighting say another high level black belt Oh, it's, it's, uh, it, of course, it's something, uh, when, when it comes to fight night, it, it needs to be nullify. Of course, I don't need to be intimidated by the man because I would accept the fight of a jujitsu fight with Kron tomorrow that I would have no issue with. But of course, by being uh, le, le, like 
not dumb, I'm not going to go for a double leg or flying triangle as I'm starting the fight. You know, my ability lies in the, 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 the speed, distance management and proper strikes without getting hit. So this is what I'm going to do. But yeah, when it comes to the Gracie name, it's a fantastic thing to add up to a, a resume. But, uh, but uh, yeah, like I said, I've been watching like Patrick Cote against Almeida. There was also Tim Kennedy fought Roger Gracie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think it was in Strikeforce. Yes. Yeah. So that's right. that's uh, fantastic right. fight. So yeah, you, you need to watch those fights from these world class jujitsu guy transitioning to MMA because now you can see that like people were like, "Oh, did you work on your wrestling?" I'm like, "Crony is not a wrestler. He would get you down with the uh, double under. I agree with that. But more judo throws and and uh, uh, sneaky trips. He's a very sneaky guy uh, when it comes to his grappling ability to get the, the fight to the ground. And he wants to camouflage all of this with proper hands. So it was, it was a very very tricky camp, but I think we came up with a very good strategy and we have an A, B, C. Uh, depending on how it goes because it's hard to impose yourself against Kron because Kron fights in a way that he keeps going forward he doesn't care if you take take him down that's actually what he wants so he keeps going forward pressure 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 so we need to be uh, able to counter that pressure uh, very fast and you wonder what it will be anybody with a long layoff I mean uh, you know John Jones showed the layoff certainly didn't hurt him at all some guys yeah. have a little bit of rust and other guys, it doesn't affect at all. Even if they're <clears> training, it's still not the same, obviously, as actively fighting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I mean, it would be affected. Uh, it would be something that would affect him if he was like, a, like his, his MMA career was the only thing he had. But this guy had a gi since he was like five or two, three years old. You know, he's been, he's been a warrior all his life. So I doubt... He's been out. I don't think he's overheating. We, we see his mentality throughout this video and the way he carries himself. So I doubt he was uh, completely out. I don't think we saw sure. a Kron Gracie get to 190 and get fat. And, right, uh, right, right. You know, so I, yeah. So when it comes to that, I'm, uh, I'm not, I, I think we're going to see a very polished version of him. Of course, time catches you to some point. I think he's 35 years old and I'm 27. So there's like a eight years gap in between us, which is tremendous. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm very curious about what type of version uh, he, he's going to bring Saturday. You're starting <laughs> off the show, first, car, first fight on the main card. That's exciting. Yes, it is. And uh, it's my third time in New York. Uh, last time uh, I fought Shane Burgos, uh, it was a very close decision. Many decision, yeah. people's opinion was a uh, yeah, decision. And uh, I, it lived, left me a bit of sweet taste. But I know fans from New York were cheering for him. Long Island was his backyard. But after the fight, the, 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 the reception of the people was tremendous. I came out in the arena where everybody was booing me, where, while at the end, everybody was cheering me. So that was a nice feeling. It's going to be my third time in New York, and now it's time to, to, to get a proper win in front of uh, the New York fans. Well, just to let you know, this is going to be in New Jersey, and they can be real fucks over there. So they might be booing <laughs> oh, yeah. they might, they were booing me. I was fuck. I'm right next door. They were fucking, <laughs> fucking funny. Jersey don't give a minute. Who? Yeah, they boo me, and I'm from New Jersey, Shore, so I'm good. They boo you. <laughs> yeah, they're pricks. So you and you, I, I've, I, my girlfriend used to live in Montreal, so I did that drive every weekend for a while. You guys actually drove down instead of flying. Yeah, we did. Uh, no, no flying, no border, no uh, masks, no, no, none of these stuff. So it was good to just drive down, enjoy the road, and uh, it's a nice road. It can be boring yeah, oh. a little bit uh, alone, like let's say you're going to see your girlfriend, but. Uh, if you're with the other warriors, it's good. It's a good trip. How long a drive is that? Five six. hours and a half, sort of. Yeah. Yes, yeah, six. Really? 
That's mm-hmm. crazy. That's not that bad. It's not bad. No, and and not Air bad. Canada is always delayed leaving LaGuardia. So it was like, I, there were so many times I missed a trip to Vancouver. We were meeting in uh, Montreal and flying to Vancouver, and uh, my Air Canada uh-huh. flight was canceled. So whatever. You're better off just driving. It's, it's easier. It's less of a headache. You, you know, you can stop yeah. taking shit when you want. It's, it's not a bad fight. <laughs> so when did you come in? When did you get to Jersey? Uh, yesterday. It's a, it's a cool little spot. Not a lot of things to do, though, but uh, I like it. It doesn't matter. Like, it's fight week. We're more focused on making weight and having the mind uh, connected to the fight. Isn't it nice, too? You don't have to change uh, time zones or any of that stuff. That's one thing that's nice. Yeah, like uh, last time I fought in Paris. And I I fought, like, last year, like, it was my first long layoff. I took eight months off since the last fight because I I overpushed my body. Like, going back to 165, going back to to 45, I I fought... uh, uh, five times in a year uh, and there was one time that I was supposed to fight Ilya Tuporio as late replacement because Mosvar injured himself so I did the weight come back no it doesn't work because Tuporio pulled out so yeah it was a uh, very harsh on the body and the mind so now that eight month layoff made me uh, relax a bit and enjoy uh, and, and prepare myself properly for an opponent that doesn't that didn't pull out I had so many opponent pulled out Leitman and this guy this guy I had so many of, of that uh, in that year so now same opponent same game plan same strategy and uh, after we both had layoff of course this was bigger than mine but yeah here we are what's your favorite anime movie movie I think in terms of animation if, if needs to trying be trying to get somebody into it like say you want to say hey Matt you gotta check out yes yeah <laughs> because anime most most of the time they come in form of series like okay, it's a, a like multiple episodes because movie there's they're always a movie about the manga but the manga has more like multiple episodes but if i would suggest uh, one that most of the people have suggested with it's called attack on titan it's a very very interesting story people are stuck in a wall and uh, like there's a world outside but they cannot go see the world because there's a those titans and then you go the more you discover about it it's cool the animations are good the characters are fantastic uh and if you want just martial art it's like baki uh kengen ashura it's all about man- martial art but they go deep into the like the pancreas uh uh history like uh, when it was in the what's it called the uh, room uh rome, rome what's it called yeah. romania no rome oh. yeah rome okay my bad yeah. so yeah rome in that time what was like the, the greco fighting like it they go through the history of martial art because these japanese writers are very knowledgeable of where martial art comes from and why it is the way it is so what's the name yeah. of that one? uh this one would be uh king and ashura it's king. on netflix is it yeah king, king and yeah. what and Nashua. king and ashura ashura with an a remind yeah. me to me yeah I like I'll forget it. I don't watch anime. I've never. Uh, what's the one that everybody says is so good? And it's on Death uh, Death uh, Notebook or Death Book? Uh, the Notebook. Yeah. It's very cool. It's like a series of uh, of mysteries and uh, like this this very young kid is in possession of a book that if he writes your name, you die. And then there's the best uh, uh, enquêteur. I don't know how to say that the guys who are trying to find them, they're very good. So it's like Sherlock Holmes type stuff, but it's intense because many people are dying. And uh, this kid has a, a God complex by being so young and he thinks he's doing the right thing because he's killing people who are in jail. No, it's a, it's a very good story. 
it's a very and it's very and it's story. there's an animated it's an anime but they also made a a regular they made a movie was yeah, not good but unfortunately when they they do an adaptation of a manga and they put it in real life it's it's not the same thing and the actors the, the way they show emotions and everything it was very low quality unfortunately they tried to do a dragon ball movie one day like in the 2006 and it was horrible you know it's something that <laughs> needs to be animated yeah. yeah, I want to watch that one because I've heard it. Everyone says that's a really great one to watch. If you want to watch an anime that kind yes. of like shows you how good it is, that's the, and that's on Netflix, yeah. right? I, yes, it is. And uh, I don't know if you recall, but sometimes when the, the uh, Israel Adesanya is fighting, he's opening a book and he writes a name before, like he does all those those crazy anime things. But sometimes he opens a book and then he writes his name and he said, I write your name on my dead book right before the fight, right in front of the camera. So that's a... Uh, connection to that anime i don't think jimmy ah. jimmy jimmy's more into like the street fighter street fighter remake uh the live yeah. action with gene claude van damme mm -hmm. jimmy likes that i don't mm -hmm. think he'll like this didn't you say you like that one when gene no. van Damme was guile no i didn't <laughs> it was funny when it comes that to up. real life action i, I didn't make that up it was hard <laughs> <laughs> but this i want to see a notebook that that's the one i want to see good good choice good one and also when it comes to real life action movies i think nothing beats the john wick series right now and also the Hold fourth on. just came out and oh <laughs> matt said it was great God. matt loved it me and you are at a fucking impasse listen uh -oh. <laughs> i am which i i was i literally before you got on i'm glad you brought this <laughs> i was by myself in manchester i walked into that movie right it was between that and return of the jedi i should have well, with my instincts and hung out with some Ewoks for a couple hours. <laughs> We're seeing neither. Why did I? I'm going to play. I'm going to say a scene. It's not really a spoiler for anybody that didn't see it, but you did see it. This is the scene when I walked out of this movie. There's a new hitman in town, right? He's got a dog. Cool hitman. You know him, right? You know what I'm talking about? The black guy. Good. Cool. I like him so far, right? This guy's a new player in town. He's going to go for that contract with John Wick. Okay. He looks like he can handle himself. So he meets with mm -hmm. the, the, the he meets at the table or whatever they fucking call it, and to discuss the contract. So also the guy's like, "All right, you want it? You want it?" Boom! Puts a knife into his hand. Ah! The knife is in his arm, his hand, Jimmy. His, there's a knife sticking. Yeah. In his hand. So he goes, "Look, the guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase this, Charles. You know what I'm talking about. The guy goes to him. Yes, Look, sir. You you want this contract? And again, I'm paraphrasing. You're gonna do either two, one or two things." You could pull. There's two type of guys: a guy that could well, want to be kept, be for himself, that would protect himself and and care about his health. I'm, again, I'm paraphrasing. That, that that type of guy will pull the knife out. Or if you really want this contract on John Wick, <laughs> you pull your hand out of the knife. Mm -hmm. All right. So the knife's in there. So you see him going. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, all right, so he pulled his hand out of the knife. Yeah. The next scene, he's got it wrapped up. But, hey, how about an ibuprofen? Uh, where's those? Yeah. Are you serious? There's no serious. way. <laughs> you, you, think that, you think that hand will ever be the same? Or do you think he's mm -hmm. going to be walking around with a fucking... He pulled yeah. the hand. Any kind of nerve damage? Or what happened? <laughs> did, the guy, did, he, did he put it in just right where it went? He didn't touch any major... How the, Is he ever going to use that hand again? No. Anyway, my <laughs> Wait, Matt, you like Star Wars? I like you, Star Wars. But so you I can't watch it. this because the guy didn't take an ibuprofen. He didn't, well, the guy didn't take an Advil. Is this guy not dealing with the pain? Is it? The yeah, next they, they, wraps they, up. It's like, okay. 
all right, really? Yeah, but there's like really memes everybody? about the movie as well. Like What's we have, that? we're having John, we having John Wick like fall from like six stories and hit get hit by seven cars. This is the, this is the John Wick universe. So those I, are, are the things you're like, yeah, it's to be expected. <laughs> and then, and also yeah, it's the fight scenes. People talk about the fighting. Some shit's cool. Sometimes <laughs> there's some jujitsu in there. But then he's fighting a blind guy who's one of the hitmen, and they're basically doing their fucking karate and with a gun in their hand. So like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> so you're asking, your fucking karate chops. You're shooting him with the gun. He's missing. Boom! This man. Boom! A blind yeah. hitman. A blind hitman who's they both got guns. They're fighting, and every once in a while they throw in a fucking bullet or two. Baby, fucking. And they, they got the suit to protect it. <laughs> yeah, man. Holy fuck. Very little room yeah. error, John Wick. Anyway. <laughs> All right, Charles. That's why I walked out of that movie. And, I, and I'm into superhero movies, so it's ridiculous. I don't know why my brain can't say, dude, you got to have the disbelief for this. So what? Mm-hmm. The guy can hold that out. Maybe he's a really quick healer. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Sorry, Charles. Oh, I, your Avengers cut. I, I know you love the John Wick shows. Most people do. Yeah. You know? Ever since Theo from, not Theo, yeah, Theo from Game of Thrones got the jump on John Wick. Dude, you don't even have a fucking Schloman shield or something. This motherfucker breaks in your house and hits you with a pipe. And you're, and then you're the deadliest assassin. Oh, let's up, upgrade the fucking, the purse, the, the, the reward for killing him, the 20 million. And oh my God. Deal broke in his house, and he's like, oh, what, what is there, a puddle on the floor? He gets hit in the fucking head. He kind of took a shit yeah. off. Like, yeah. yeah. This is me and my the problem Baba with the whole John Wick thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Charles. I get it. It's, yeah, it's understandable. All right, buddy. Hey, anyway, Charles, before we let you go, are you, are you going to stay after the fight? Are you going to stay in town for a couple days, go to New York, go out to eat, do anything before you drive back? No, unfortunately, I have a lot of, of, of things going on at home, and uh, I, I I need to to, to go see uh, go see the, the fiance and go take care of everything uh, back there. But I, I, it's something we're going to be like when I travel for for the fun of it. I always bring her with me. We travel the world, Colombia, where wherever. So New York is already uh, something we would be interested in and uh, in going to, of course. Oh, but you'd want to do it just with her for fun. When you're working, you're working. Exactly. I, like I see, it's not it's not a jab at him. I think Sudo's work ethic is tremendous. But yesterday, I went to the training room, and you know they're all there with their family, and he's holding his kid, and then training. And nah, nah, nah. I'm like, like it works for him, you know. He's triple C, a ch- champion, everything. But me, for myself, when it's war week, it's war week, and there's yeah. no woman in the the not not no woman, but you you get no fiance, your family, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no kids. Exactly. So there's a time for everything, but if it works for him, which which it does, it's good for him. But me, it's not a thing for me. Guys are very split on that, and it just it's an individual thing. Like there are guys who I know who love to travel with their families. Um, they always want to bring somebody, and then there's other like guys like yourself who just kind of want no distractions, and it depends on the fighter. Yes. Good luck Absolutely. on Saturday, man. Great fight Thank you very much, uh, against Crone Gracie. <laughs> the opening fight of the main card, uh, of course, Aljo and. Uh, Henry Cejudo fighting it out for the Bantamweight Championship, an incredible yeah. main event. And uh, have mm-hmm. a great fight, man. We'll talk to you again. All right, Charles. Thank you, gentlemen. It was a pleasure. All right, Charles. Pleasure buddy. talking to you. Be good. Yeah, man. Yeah, Matt, you're going to be there. It's, uh, and uh, we didn't even get into uh, Al Jermaine against uh, Cejudo. You will be there for that. Yes, I will be there. Um, it's going to be very exciting. I talked to Longo. I think I'm rooming with Longo, which is... I don't know what to say about that. But I'm oh, say you that. have to. 
I hope we got different toilets. You know, when you're over in there, man, you go to the bathroom, they look at you funny. Like, What's no, that? You ask for the bathroom. Like, you know where the restroom is, bathroom? They're like, oh, your toilet. You want the, yeah. the toilets. Where's the toilet? So when you're over here, it sounds a little more weird if i'm in a place i'm not in a restaurant hey where's the toilet it's not i old. always say that you know my my girlfriend hates when i go i'll say to somebody hey uh I, is there a bathroom i have to make in the toilet bowl that really annoys <laughs> tell them you have to make in the toilet bowl that really say, bugs people say that? i do that all the time now that you said that i think i have to make in the toilet bowl. i have to how make soon, in the toilet bowl how soon until our right next guest is here um young jake would have to let us know jake how soon for maddie because i have to use the restroom why don't you just run to the bathroom, Matt? When, By the way, you said you just you popped into the waiting room. Why don't we just tell him? Do you have to shit? <laughs> How long of a trip is this? You got to take a squirt or you got to no, shit? No. <laughs> bring, him, bring him in. I have to shit. But I oh, you got to shit? All right. Leave all this in. Leave it of all. Of course it's staying in. Wait, so you're okay? Let's bring in Matt Travol. Bring him in. Bring him in as I clutch. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. I'm not going to have any more coffee. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Matt Favola, how you doing, Matt? How are you? Yo, what's up, boys? How Matt we doing? Like, Matt's a fucking savage. Yes, Matt, he is. The other day, if anybody looks on my Instagram and the last post, it's a humble warrior. Less than a week out of his fight, mopping up the mats. He could point to the nearest white belt and say, hey, 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 you Poindexter, get over here, take the mop. But he doesn't say that. He mops it. So Jedi Sue... One of my black belts who helps run the school over there for me. She sent me that video of you. So, and I, I put it on, I posted it on my Instagram. Because, Jimmy, some guys, I had this one guy from Australia, they, they, he got into UFC, and then uh, he'd be walking out the door and uh, want to help with the mats. Ah, you guys don't have somebody for that? I don't know, uh, mother, you ain't paying. And that's, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are, yeah. This is somebody back in the day. It's like they think they're at a certain level. Man, he's a humble warrior. But goddamn, is he a savage? <laughs> Daddy, you're fighting Drew Dober. Your fight is a pivotal fight for this whole fucking car. You see where they placed you, and that's not by accident. You know yeah, what I mean? You're, you're the main card on the main fight on the prelims. Yeah. Which is that whenever they do that, they look at the card. They go, look, what card, what fight on this whole mother effa is going to be the fight to make people say shit. I got to get some more of this. Let me get Yeah, what's going to motivate people to yeah. spend money to get more? That's what they're doing, man. That's Always. not a coincidence that you're there, Maddie. 
You know, oh, yeah. like, oh, the main quad's right there. I could be right there. Yeah, dude, this more eyes are going to be on you. And fuck, man, we got a name like Drew Dober. This is what we were waiting for, Maddie. Fuck I yeah. I wanted this big fight. And to get Dober, you know, Dober's a dog. But I'm a dog. And, uh, you know, they put they put this dog fight right free on ESPN. I like to think of myself as a man of the people. So no one has to pay for me to watch. They can watch on ESPN. And uh, that'll motivate them to buy the pay-per-view. So it's, okay. a, it's a spot. And you Jimmy fought Hart. in November over uh, a Zytair. You, you, you beat him in the, in the garden. Isn't it nice to not have to? We were just talking to Charles Jourdain about tra traveling. When, when you travel, I'm sure, I'm, are you in Jersey now or are you just staying home? Uh, I'm, we're in Jersey now. Do you bring your, your, I don't know if you have a wife or anything, but do you bring your, your family with you or do you prefer to travel alone? Yeah, right now it's me, my brother, and then my boy Billy Q. Um, and my wife will be here on uh, Thursday night. Yes, you like the family. He likes to travel alone. You you feel more comfortable and stuff when your family's with you. Oh, definitely. You know, we, we have fun, especially at the Fighter Hotel. Like uh, my dad and my brother, they're, they're huge UFC fans. So just running around, uh, seeing all the fighters and, uh, you know, doing the photo shoot and stuff. We, we have fun. Does it help you to, when that's happening, there's those little distractions of the families. Does it kind of keep your mind off the fight and help you just relax and not be too obsessed with what you have to do on Saturday? Uh, yeah, a little bit. You know, like a lot of media, you know, kind of, and then the photo shoot and stuff. But I, I love every part of the process. You do? Yeah, I do. I do. Because, you know, it's, I've been dreaming. I dreamt of being here one day, and, and now we're here. And, uh, you know, you got to enjoy the ride. Fuck yeah, man. This is going to be a wild one, man. Listen, we're going to keep it simple. We got we, He's a good-looking dude, but the object is to make him ugly. To make him fucking ugly. Yeah, he's not going to look... Jimmy, Jimmy, back me up on this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a line in Raging Bull where uh, Jake Lamato is fighting Tommy Gennaro, and he's a pretty kid, too. Ah, so you make him ugly. I mean, that's what you do to a good-looking guy. You just aim for the cheekbones. Um, what are you expecting out of Dober? Because Dober, like you say, he's a dog, and he's never in a boring fight. He's very, very rarely been dominated. I mean, he has been, but it's very rare. What are you expecting out of him? Yeah, you know, he's a great uh, Muay Thai fighter. He's also a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, and he has some wrestling, but he wants to stand. He wants to, uh, you know, use his power and use his striking. Um, but he will shoot. You know, once I start touching him up, I do expect him to shoot. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a mixed martial artist. I can wrestle. I got jiu-jitsu. Uh, I got striking. So I plan on, uh, you know, using every aspect of of uh of my all my weapons on this guy and uh and getting the finish and do you like fighting i guess you do like fighting this close to home um i mean it makes everything a lot easier there's probably so much less stress on traveling if you forget something somebody can always go get it from home yeah that's that's definitely nice and don't have to go to the airport or anything but i did i did hit a little bit of traffic on the way out here yesterday which was uh kind of kind of shitty but uh we made it and uh now we're out here and uh the vibes are good how, where, how far is it from our neck of the woods maddie me and you live near each other how far is that thing from long island like a, an hour and a half but ah. it, we it was like two hours not not too bad right. what time did you leave uh we left at around like 1 30 yeah yeah, yeah. You go, you go, did you go through Manhattan or over on the GW? 
uh, over at GW. Okay, yeah. You, you, there's no good way to do it, but it's fine. I, I I was in Long Island one time going to do a gig, and this is probably 1996, and traffic was so bad on the Long Island Expressway, I almost pulled over and wept in the shoulder. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think it would ever end. It just I seemed like it was kidding. never going to end. I, if I saw my little bird on the side of the road crying, I would just scoop you up in the Jimmy, don't do that. You're depressing Maddie. He's got a fight coming up. No, 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 but he knows no, traffic. Think about you weeping on the side of the road. No, I don't care how tough a fighter is. Everybody, if I was crying because of Long Island Expressway traffic, everyone understands it. No, uh, no. no nobody would be wise. And, and then you're going to be hurting. Maddie's in fight mode. If he saw you crying on the side of the road, he'd get out and beat the living shit out of you and tell you to man up. And then he'd get back in his car and he'd hit more traffic and he'd go, oh, I know what that poor guy was crying about. This fucking it's sucks. It's true. I'm not a big fan of traffic, Jimmy. <laughs> no, and I and this is I know I annoy people, but I could talk about it with, with other guys. I could talk about traffic all day. My fucking girlfriend hates it, but I just love talking about traffic. Anyway, are you gonna do anything fun while you're in Jersey or no? I mean, not for you, it's your backyard. Um, you know, just, uh, this is a business trip. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm about to crush a workout in and, uh, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to cut this weight. I can't believe, you know, tomorrow's Thursday already. It's like, you know, I'm finishing up my water load today and then tomorrow, you know, I start this, start the weight cut and, uh, and then, you know, Friday I get to make weight and then I get to eat some good food and then I'm excited for the face-offs. You know, I, I love face-offs and, really, you know, sizing, sizing Dober up and, you know, looking at him in the eyes and, and letting them know that I'm, I'm here to fight. You know, I'm not messing around. I'm prepared. I'm here to fight. And then Saturday, Saturday, we throw down. And when you're facing off with somebody, I, you know, does it mean anything to you what they are coming with, what their attitude is? Can you read anything into it? Because you know, on your guys' level, it doesn't seem to matter what the guy across the cage, what expression he has on his face doesn't seem to really have any effect on how the fight's going to go. Uh, no, it really doesn't, doesn't like, uh, matter for, for what he does. You know, I'm, I'm always just focused on, you know, I, I, lo I look him in the eyes and I make sure that he knows that I'm ready and that I'm not backing down, that I'm, I'm going to be in his face and I'm going to be, I'm going to be fighting him for, for 15 minutes if he's worthy enough but I don't think he is. I'm going to, I'm going to finish him. That's, that's what I'm going for. Now I believe he, he's ranked, right? You're unranked. Yeah. He's, he's ranked number 14 in the world. And, the, and, and you guys are fighting, which I, what do you think that says? I think that probably says that he knows it's going to be a good fight. Um, I, you know, I, I don't think he would be dumb enough to underestimate you. So what, what do you think that says about him being willing to fight you and uh, what he thinks about your style as a fighter? I, I give him a lot of credit for accepting this fight. You know, a lot of, a lot of these high ranked guys don't want to fight, you know, back in the rankings, but, um, you know, he accepted the fight and, uh, and, you know, I'm going to make him pay for that. Uh, I, I thank, I'm thankful for the opportunity. Um, and, uh, you know, I think he probably looked at my style and styles make fights and he knew that this was going to be, you know, a fun fight, you yeah. know, just watch, look at him. I'm I'm excited for this. You know, I've been watching, Dober uh, forever, you know what? He's got some amazing knockouts, and I just know that that me and him in there is just going to be fireworks, and I know I can finish him. Well, look, man, I, I I will wish you a lot of luck on Saturday. Of course, I'm going to be watching, but I don't know if you're aware of this. If you want to talk about a warrior, Matt has had to shit for most of the show. I'm good. It went away. <laughs> oh, you okay? Oh, okay. It went away. I, 
All right. Hey, before you go, too, doesn't it feel great that you got Aljo on the same card? Isn't that even more exciting? We're all going to be down there, and it just, uh, yeah, it's just even more of just the squad chilling. Yeah, man, it, feel, it feels awesome, and and just having him finishing camp back home, like having That's- having you. Yeah, having you at the gym at the sparring the other day, like, uh, it was unreal, man. Just, I'm not getting uh, into detail, but Maddie, you had a very good day that day. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking. Maddie's one of those guys, Jimmy, we talk about it with Marab. Maddie's in that category with his fucking endurance. Yeah. His endurance is a weapon. And it fucking, you got very good endurance, Maddie. I was getting tired watching you, dude. That was a great <laughs> day. But, Bo, you and Aljo had a great day of sparring. Shit. Oh, was, I uh, saw them before I got on the plane. I saw one of the, the last sparrings and, uh, it was Maddie, and then it was Aljo, and uh, it was a good day at the office for both of them. If that was the last day of sparring, I would have been happy with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's been a good day. Yeah. Great, great. Shit. You were rolling with the savages, too, so that's fucking great. I saw Danny from Switzerland came by. I saw you, you and guys were with him, Nas and oh, yeah. I, That's fucking great, man. Well, listen, man. Shit, I'll be seeing you in a couple days. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, have a great fight, fun. man. Thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. Keep keep killing it. You guys are hilarious. I love it. Fuck Thank yeah, you, man. Maddie. And uh, love watching you fight. Can't wait to see you against Dober. The main uh, fight of the prelims before this uh, Saturday's pay per view. It's gonna be a great fight, man. And uh, we'll talk to you after. Thanks, guys. Have a All good right, one. Matt. Take Later. care, buddy. You roll up. That's great, yeah. Matt. It's such a nice guy. Yeah, I mean, he's a great guy. I want you to look at it, and I want you to do a little heart button on it. A little bit. Love it. Because he was on there just mopping the mats. My, 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 when my buddy gave that to me the other day, I go, look, I'm posting. I go, what? Look at this. Just humble, dude. Yeah. I like that, Jimmy. So I, I think we should do a few picks before we. Uh, I, I, I think so, too. Uh, we could just do a couple on the main card, if you wish. Uh, let's see. Well, I'm going with Aljo. I'm not gonna, I don't want to get into specific. I'll tell you sure. after specific. But I feel Aljo is going to win. I'm gonna take. Obviously, I'm gonna take Aljo because I think Sahudo's a dangerous guy. Um, he's a, he's a very solid everywhere, and he hits hard. Um, but I think that Aljo wa- finds a way to take his back. And what it's I think the, the oh, that what's that submission called? It's called a rear naked choke. Yeah, but I think that the first round, my take is that they're going to be feeling each other out in the first round. Sahudo might or might not be as aggressive because he hasn't fought in three years. And Aljamain is probably smart enough to try to get his timing down and not just run right into a punch. So I'm going to say Aljamain by the third uh, by submission. I think he'll find a way to take his back. Um, Bilal against Gilbert in the co-main. What do you think? This is a rough one. But you know what? I, I really like Gilbert Burns, too. I like it. I love his jujitsu. But Bilal Muhammad, he's really been knowing how to win lately. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Bilal by decision. I think he's going to end up stuffling him and win some of those grappling exchanges by getting on top. And he, I don't think he's going to be able to submit him or get close to it. But I think he could he could possibly uh, outgrapple him just to get that top position. And I think that he's going to win like that and, and, uh, and win by decision. Bilal I am going to take Gilbert. Uh, he's looked really good lately, and uh, he wants that shot at the title. And now with Edwards having the belt and not Usman, I think that he knows he's one really strong win away from being next on the list. Then again, Bilal knows the same thing, and I like to pick the opposite of you. So I'm going to say Gilbert Burns, but I say decision. I, I think Bilal is very hard to put away. I think he finds a way to eke out a decision. Um, third fight, Jan Jonan against uh, Jessica Andrade. Uh, Jessica did lose to uh to Blanchfield she was subbed in the second 
but she has looked so good. I think she stops Jan. I think she stops her with her fist in the second. You know what I'll do? What? You like to go the opposite of me? I'll go the opposite of you. I'm thinking, oh. thinking Jan by decision. You know? All right. That might be crazy, but it just might be a lunatic. Yo, uh, lunatic. Jimmy, no. you may be right. I'm sorry. All Listen. Right. And I'm sorry about making up that whole thing about you liking Street Fighter too. And that's okay. I don't mind at all. I'm just glad that you did. I'm glad you didn't make in your pants. No, that went away, Jimmy. I don't know if it's ever coming back. Yeah, it all it'll be back. I got a good other half an hour in me. What okay. do you want to discuss? Now, What's we gotta, that? We got to go. But listen, Jimmy, let's give a proper plug for this show. And what do you got going on? What's new with you? What do you oh, got? Ten, oh, I do have a look tonight, seven p.m. I will be in um, the Fat Black Pussycat here in New York every Wednesday at 7. I do an hour. May 19th, Bethlehem, PA. May 20th, I'm doing the Montclair Wellmont Theater in New Jersey. I, of course, I have two shirts shows with Burke Kreischer. These are giant outdoor oh. arena shows in June. One is sold out. One is still on sale. They added a show. When is his movie coming out? It's already out. I, thought it it was out? Early, I think it was early April. Is it in theater? Am I, maybe I'm wrong. You know what? Maybe I'm wrong. No, it might be May. I'm sorry. I don't know, buddy. I sh I'll just answer you. I don't know. Did you do the mothership yet? That's funny you say that. I, I just went on sale yesterday. Tell me. Uh, for July 14th and 15th, I'm doing Rogan's Club uh, in Austin, Texas. I've done a spot there, and I did kill Tony. It was fantastic. Uh, phenomenal. Great club. Fantastic. So uh, I'm heading down July 14th and 15th, four shows in Austin. At uh, Because I'm an asshole, I'm going to... Austin in July. I couldn't be stupider than to go to Texas in July, but I'm doing it. I think it's so cool that he opened up a, a comedy club. Like, yeah, I love it. I, and it's really, it's a beautiful club. I'm, I'm happy I've been there already. I'm, I'm happy I've already done a set there. I'm happy I did Kill Tony there. I kind of know the vibe of the room and I just, I love it. And I'm debating, uh, he has cameras and stuff there. So I want to see what it feels like to shoot something there. I, I really, uh, I, I, I like that room a lot. I can't wait to do it. So exciting. Yeah, I hope people buy tickets. What's that? Hope people buy tickets and come see me. Jimmy, I'm sure you're going to be fucking. What were you just asking me to before this? There was something you just asked a question before Joe's club. Not about Street Fighter 2 movie. No, I was going to look something up. And, you, and then you asked about Joe's club. Oh, shit. Uh, hey, Jake, the producer, are you paying attention? Do you know, this? Jake? Yeah, what did I because Matt made me think for a second. I don't remember either, man, because I do have the memory of a gold. Me too, buddy. We were just, well, we were in mid chat, and um, you asked what was going on, but there was some something right before. I was thinking about that. I want to thank the Andy, the producer over there, the, the person who put that together, producer, whatever he did, the guy that uh, the, who organized the uh, for the love of MMA. It was really nice. It was really nice. Uh, the girl Mel, who was the uh, working with me, very took care of me. Nice girl. And everybody, was, everybody was really cool. I really had a great, I had a great time. How about that? You know, I don't like yeah. being with my family, but you know, to do something like that, George, me and George, you know, he had some stomach issues too. So he talked to me a lot about that and gave me some, talked to me about some intermittent fast, intimate fasting. And, and then he followed up by writing a whole thing to me about what he did. He's a good dude. George St. Pierre is yeah. a good man. He's a very nice guy. Very nice very, person. Very good guy. Anderson Silver and, and he was he's he's such a nice guy too. I you listen. Did you say hi to Anderson? Yeah, oh, I'm sitting down signing gloves and he, hello coach. <laughs> wow. And I turn around and it's him, you know. 
And I always feel so bad that that time that I was cornering against him and they said his leg was broken. I said, good, fuck him. And I didn't realize the leg was in half. You I were it, in the moment, man. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know if the fight was stopped or why it was stopped. I didn't know. We didn't know what happened. I don't want to bring it up again. I just, I feel sometimes I feel like that, like guys in the worst agony of his life. And I'm, and I said that, but I didn't know it was in half. So anyway, did you, did you ever apologize to him or explain oh, it to him? At least? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Well, I said it, I said it to his manager. I called up his manager, Ed Suarez, who's a nice guy. Yeah. I said it on the Ari Hawani show. I think, I think I said it on like, I went out and I talked to people about it. Cause I felt awful about it. You know? Yeah. So I'm sure Anderson knows. Yeah, I, I think he knows I'm a good guy. Dude, you're I, quite, you, your guy had just retained the belt. Um, and you were just it stopped. It, what happened? Then somebody goes, his legs broke. I go, I right, so it's over. I could fuck him. I thought, but uh, of course, you didn't. You were in the moment, Matt. That's all. Uh, I'm sure. I, Anderson I really, that. I respect that guy, and it was nice seeing all my peers. Yeah. How many years later, and everybody doing well. You know, I like seeing. I love seeing people that that made it through the other side. Man, they got through this sport. Now they're doing well. You know. Yeah. So what is Chuck was, doing? I haven't seen Chuck in a while. Chuck's good, man. I was talking to Chuck. You know, and, uh, you know, he reminds me of that. The unfiltered army is going to get this because they're pretty good. They're good at my references. You ever see the Muppet movie? And in the Muppet movie, they're going with a mean man you're you're a, you're a you got me by some you're a mean mean man i apologize my, i know my, my, i know, my I, know you have, I know listen i'll be 49 in a month june 2nd i'll be 49 <laughs> your average close to 50 year old doesn't bring up the muppet movie but the point is this in the muppet movie jimmy there's a scene that reminds me of chuck liddell when he's going to hollywood they go, oh you want to go with us they're at this big uh car lot and the guy runs off this big thing and then also he comes back and he's like, where'd they go? I want to go to Hollywood. It's a big puppet with a big jaw. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's you? Just yesing to get the fuck off the... So no, it's, I do remember it. it. I, yeah, you're missing Kiesa, you got <laughs> sucker. Listen, all right, Jimmy, that's our show. You're stuck <laughs> with me. You're stuck. Kiesa was a one-time thing. Honestly, he's he's a nice guy, but uh, one time was good with Michael. I'm happy you're back. That's I'm back, and I'm. But then again, if you leave again, I would love to get Kiesa back. I'm gonna I'm gonna put in word to the the powers that be that he's not allowed on again. Only Dean Thomas, because I know you don't want to work with him. I love Dean Thomas too. Kiesa was just really good. Yeah, um, I'm gonna listen to that episode. Not with him, but uh, it's always a delight to have Matt here. It's, it doesn't I mean, feel the same. We have so much fun, Jimmy. Yeah, this is a it's a fun hour. You know? Hey, man, have a great weekend. I'll talk to you after Aljo's fight, man. Yes, or, uh, and thank you to Matt Favola and, of course, Charles Jourdain. And I can't wait for this a great, great weekend. Good luck to Aljamain uh, if I don't talk to you before, okay? Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, guys. Good shit. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.